0: Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they actually love, and create real, amazing relationships. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality. Number one best-selling author of the book, Own Your Past, Change Your Future, and host of the Dr. John Deloney Show, is my co-host today. We'll be taking your calls at 888-825-5225. Well, John, I don't get to say this very often at home, and occasionally I get to say it here, (laughs) I was right. I was right. We are in a recession, but barely. (laughs) It's, It's such a wimpy little recession, it doesn't even count. It looks to me like a rounding error. It really is ridiculous. I mean, so the a recession if you don't know, we've been laughing about this the last couple of days cuz the White House, you know, anytime somebody doesn't like a term these days they just redefine it. So we made fun of you redefining anxiety yes, exactly. and, and and Biden White House came out and tried to redefine what a recession is and you can't it's it's econ 101. They teach you in your first week in class in college. I mean, come on. A recession is two consecutive quarters of the gross domestic product. which is the adding up of all the goods and services produced in the United States, shrinking. It's a little bit less, two quarters in a row. It receded like my hairline. Yes. Okay, that's what a recession is. It receded. However, this one didn't recede nearly as far as my hairline. I was going to (laughs) say, this recession is such a joke that it's not even a real recession. It's not even a good one. I mean, as it went down like one and something, one and a quarter, one and a half percent first quarter, last quarter we got the numbers out just a few hours ago it went down 0.9 percent that's like a rounding error this is like getting a ticket for going 71 in in, in a 70 it's like yeah. come on man i was speeding. 70 and a half that's right i was speeding but come on man 70.9 in a 70 <laughs> oh this is ridiculous so now the the uh democrats are all going to run around in circles acting like it's no big deal because there's really no big deal uh, and uh, the Republicans are all going to scream at the of top times. of their lungs. We're
1: dying! <laughs> it's in a recession.
0: Biden has crashed the economy. Oh my God! <laughs> and none of, neither one is true. By the way, we are in a recession, yes. and the economy is not good. But it is. This is not like a hurricane recession. This is a a light mist. It's not like the last
2: one <laughs> we experienced. It's in, not even
0: a real rainstorm in Q2 when. It, it Oh, in 2020, right? Yeah, we shut down the world, and the economy completely shrunk by like what, uh, 25 or 30 percent? Right. It shrunk. Yes, during quarantine, right? Because everybody's sitting at home eating donuts, right? Donuts went up, plexiglass went up, but everything else went down, right? And so then they came out of their caves and bought everything in sight, <laughs> and the economy exploded by 35 percent the next quarter. So that was a bizarre thing in 2020. But what we are is we we are experiencing a slower economy. It's not growing. It's not a time of prosperity for sure, but it is not chicken little. You don't have to get your helmet out. It's just 0. 0.9. I was telling Rachel that it, it could have been up like 0. 0.2. I, I mean, the numbers we were getting, there's a lot of precursor reports that come out that you sure. can read, and so I was seeing the indicators. I knew it was going to be basically flat, Yeah. Uh, but it could have been up 0. 0.25. It could have been up a quarter of a percent, and then we wouldn't technically been in a recession, which would be like what, 30.35% difference in where we are, right? <laughs> and it would have been reversed. The the
2: the, the right would have been saying, well, I mean, it's really a recession. And the left would have been saying, see,
0: look at how wonderful we bailed it out, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. And neither one is true, okay? It's not the end of the world. Don't let the right tell you that because they're trying to win the midterms uh, based on the recession. It, they need to win it based on something else because there's not much of a and recession. The left is this to is a wimpy math, little misty... <laughs> math isn't real again. ...tiny... Recession. Okay, yeah. so, so in all reality, but but it does suck because we're not booming. Okay, so yeah, it's, I'm saying I mean, the economy is not on fire.
2: All in all reality, it's hurting. I'm just a guy with two little kids,
0: and stuff's expensive. Stuff what, like yeah, what, that's what, inflation. What do I do? That's inflation. Right. This means nothing. Is what that's this helpful, like for you know, just a regular other, guy. Other than the economy is not. It, it's kind of, you know, it's just it's going for a walk. It's not going for a run. Mm. Gotcha. You know, and it's and it's a slow walk. <laughs> but it's not had a heart attack in an ICU either, okay? There so go. there okay. you go. I mean, right. stretch this metaphor all we can. But, but you said something important. For the average guy like me. This number means nothing. means nothing. Other life. than the idea the economy's slow. So turn the news off. The economy's slow. Yes. Okay. But okay. it's not a deep, dark. I mean, I'm 62 years old. I've seen some deep, dark recessions. They're not fun. Right. That's a whole bunch of layoffs. A bunch of businesses aren't doing business, so they don't need people. They're not buying stuff because they're not doing business. So their goods that they produce, they're not producing them because they're not doing business. And so it slows down. It's not good. It's ugly. Recessions are ugly. Uh, But this one's a joke. (laughs) this one's just moderately unpleasant but the uh uh yeah. this one could get a date i mean it's not really ugly right so hey yes the, the this is a
2: recession like me and you and we both ended up getting married this is good <laughs> this is good I could get a
0: date but i do get to tell rachel cruz i was right hey this is worth something because she was dogging me on the air the other day because i said it might be up a quarter of a percent she said wait a minute america he just said he might be wrong <laughs> It's like, yeah, Rachel, calm down. Uh, yeah, I could have been wrong, but I actually wasn't, so I'm really kind of basking in this a little bit because I did call it a while back. I thought we were going into a recession, and we did. But, you it's, said, such, you said a but it's such ago, a joke. It's gonna be I could have missed it as easy as I hit it, truthfully, because it's basically flatline. It's just right down the middle. So yeah. that that's the thing. So you're going to hear this all over the news, and you're going to hear the Fed increase the interest rates again yesterday to slow inflation, which is stupid on – Steroids. They're <laughs> screwing around with the economy. They need to leave it alone, let it heal itself. It's going to be all right, but they're going to mess this thing up. And uh, just, man, when you start messing with supply demand stuff and you start messing and tinkering with, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah, well, he can't complete a sentence. It's not a good thing. Okay, so let me ask you this. Let's, let's take
2: this metaphor because that's my bigger concern. Um, you have a, a couple and their marriage. It's fine. Things are fine. And you're going for a walk, and you've got the one person who's saying, "Hey, we should probably talk." Last night, um, you, I, I just felt, and the other person saying, "I was in a bad mood," and we're going to dig into this. And well, what if we just we're going to we're going to try to start? Well, let's start doing this together. And let's do this, and we need to go do this. We should probably go sign up for this, and let's read this book together. And the other person saying, "Hey, i was just tired." There comes a po- point when the intervention becomes worse than anything that was actually going on. Is there a, oh. a moment here? Oh, yeah. So that's a long, long drawn-out analogy oh, I, here to I say...
0: I got lost in your analogy. Yeah, okay, I now, now yeah. I caught up. I got it. Okay. Is... In other words, you, you know, you're know, you making a mountain out of a Mojo.
2: Can you? Can we tinker with this yeah, and the it's tinker's going to crash the car?
0: Well, yeah, it's not going to crash it, but it could make it worse instead okay. of making it better. Um, you know, it's just... There, there's the some... first rule is do no harm, right? And so... Exactly. Take your hands off. If you don't know exactly. what's going
2: on, take your hands off for a second.
0: The beautiful thing about capitalism is it has a real tendency to heal itself if you leave it alone. Okay. Like crooks, they don't make it because people quit doing business with them. Why? Because they're crooks. They're crooks, yeah. Or Even, eventually, if your product is breaks on you, yeah. you quit If you, buying, if, you right? if you if you if you make a crappy car, eventually people call it a Pinto. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know that that's eventually the marketplace will punish you for being stupid, and it will cleanse itself. But and it does that with cycles as well. But God Almighty, we have to mess with it. This is the Ramsey Show.
3: In a certain world, being a good steward of your money is more important than ever. While some circumstances can't be controlled, there are items within your budget you can take charge of, such as your healthcare costs. For nearly 40 years, Christian Healthcare Ministries or CHM has provided a budget-friendly means of sharing for medical bills when our members need it. Learn more by visiting chministries.org/budget. That's chministries.org/budget.
4: Christian Healthcare Ministries is a Ramsey trusted <laughs> provider.
0: John Deloney, number one best-selling author, host of the Dr. John Deloney Show. Ramsey Personality is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. How many times have you found yourself saying, one day, when thinking about a goal that you have, one day I'll be able to buy a house, one day I'll be happy with my career, one day I won't have to battle with anxiety, one day I will set some boundaries, stop waiting around, whatever your one day is, you need to start right now. And that's why we created the Smart Conference. Smart Conference is a one-day event where we will tackle all the areas of your life. And, guys, let's face it, we could all use that kind of boost right now. You'll hear from the nation's top thought leaders on money, career, mental health, relationships, marriage, and leadership. The event is hitting the road and will be coming to Dallas, Texas on Saturday, October 22nd. It is already 60% sold out. Event passes are selling fast. The VIP and Platinum are gone, and you can get general admission still for $39. So Dr. John Deloney will be speaking, Rachel Cruz, Ken Coleman, all number one best-selling authors, George Campbell, Christina Ellis, best-selling author. I'll be there. I'm Sold a couple books, too, and I had a couple ideas in my life. Not to mention our friends and leadership experts from Life Church. Life Church is uh, Craig and Amy Groeschel. They're going to be speaking on marriage. And uh, let me tell you guys, there's big surprises all day. This is a day-long event. You will leave inspired and smarter. It's Smart Conference, October 22nd. Uh, so jump online at RamseySolutions.com events. Get your event passes right now John is with us to start off this hour in Cincinnati hey John how are you
4: good how are you Dave better than I deserve what's up so I'm gonna give you a quick background um, before I ask my question so I'm 28 Um, I have all my debt paid off except for my house and my house is about to be paid off here in about five weeks right I've I've been working a ton of overtime. I've been doing it going gazelle intense for about three years now, working average 70 hours a week, had a baby with my wife. And uh, so my question really is, is about what kind of advice you would give a young person like me that's in my position. Cause I'm kind of lost, uh, on a and I don't really have a path and I'm, I'm starting to be burned out. Um, so just looking for some advice.
2: Sounds like you got a path. Sounds like you got several. Sounds like you're a new father and you're a husband and you're working to pay off some debt and you're working a professional job. Are none of these paths, are you not feeling a certain way? Sounds like you got some pretty
0: pretty important, pretty cool paths. What what path is missing?
4: I don't know. I just felt like I uh, worked so hard and now that I'm about to cross this finish line with paying off my house too, at such a young age i just feel like i'm i'm really burned out and i can't light the fire back in me and get me going again okay number one you you don't need to light a fire back in you you're fine yeah
0: um number two we don't tell you to we don't tell folks to do what you've done Uh, once you reach the baby step four we don't say gazelle intense anymore we move from intense to intentional and work to systematically more of a marathon than a sprint be putting money in your retirement, be putting money in your kid's college and systematically paying off your house. But 70 hours a week to stay gazelle intense to pay off your house is not what we tell folks to do. It's okay that you did it. You didn't do anything wrong, but uh, no wonder you're burnout. In other words, you, you fried your, you fried your brain, man. You put it on the egg and put it on the skillet on the, th- uh, on the dadgum uh, stove. So, you know, l- let's just say, Hey, let's, uh, work 40 hours a week. Uh, systematically save for retirement, save for my kid's college, increase my generosity, and um, go on a vacation, yeah, go on a vacation, put your feet up, rock the baby. Oh my gosh. I mean, what's wrong with that number? Um, what, are, what, are you, what are we missing here? You need a new goal? Is that what you're saying?
4: No, I, I yeah, sort of a new goal. Um, I just feel like after I've Done this, I'm I'm just kind of settling, and I don't know if that's what I'm. Supposed no, you're to not settling. No. Just
2: so okay, so you've you've seen the the marathon pictures where the uh, runner comes across the finish line and collapses at the marathon. Yes. You see the finish line, and you're about to cross it, and your body is failing you as it should after you run an Olympic uh, marathon, and you're thinking, what workout can I get in tonight? Because I don't want to waste this evening. And what every coach and trainer on the planet would say: you need to take a couple weeks off. Take some time. I see. Rejuvenate. Relax. Your next goal and mission and purpose and thing, it'll come to you, man. That's just who you are. You're a driven guy. You're going to go make it happen. You're not settling. You are leaning into rest. You're leaning into peace. There's a reason why you did all this. It's so you can put your feet up and go, whew, so you can give like crazy. You're there now, and you're going to have to practice what that feels like because you've never experienced that.
0: It's yeah, an it, all-new feeling. What what we're saying yeah. is, is there is as much dignity in running a marathon is there is a sprint. And right now you think the only thing that is that is worthy is sprint. So if I'm not sprinting, I'm settling. I see.
2: And you're playing a much different, longer game.
0: Yeah. Play the, Now you're playing long ball, man.
4: Yeah. Okay.
0: Different game.
2: Right. And, and I'll tell you, the key to all Olympic workouts is not the workout program, it's the rest program. It's Teaching these Olympic-driven athletes to put their feet up, to rest,
0: to take, get some peace, so that when they get back into the game, they are full in. Now, I'm going to throw a book at you, all right? There's a an old book a buddy of mine named Bob Buford wrote called Halftime. And the premise Half-time. of the book, Halftime by Bob Buford, the premise of the book is that men in particular spend the first half of our lives in acquisition mode. The second half okay. in the in, in search of significance. Now this is in the case of a guy with a life well lived, okay. But what happens sometimes to men, and you're not a candidate for this, but what what you've observed with maybe friends that are a little bit older than you, or I have when I was in my 20s or 30, late 20s, early 30s, is a guy will kind of be winning the quote success game, and it's not it's not fulfilling because acquisition doesn't fulfill. There's only so much of that you can you know eat enough lobster it tastes like soap, and so there's only so much gathering of stuff that is fulfilling after that you need significance and so where you're gonna find great joy and depth and soul refreshment is in working for significance rather than uh, acquisition because what you've done so far is an excellent job on the acquisition stuff I mean crap man you knocked out your house you're 28 years old you killed it but now you gotta have something that's a little little deeper a little more philosophical a little more spiritual uh, and if And the guys that don't do that, and again, I'm not accusing you of this, but just for the rest of your edification, what happens the guys is they just keep going and going and going and going think acquisition, 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 and then they get all this stuff and all these these accolades, and it's still not enough. and so that's when we that's when they have what we call a midlife crisis. They go get other wives and other yeah. homes yeah other they go out, you know and... the red convertible and the blonde secretary and right here right. we go you know and so or whatever the whatever the stereotype right is right. of a midlife crisis right so um, uh, no disrespect to you blonde secretaries but the uh, but the uh, uh, oh my gosh, but the, you, that's what happens yeah. is you don't if you don't intentionally change that gear at that at that apex um, you're, you're, you will fill it up with the wrong stuff Here's a fun uh, adventure you and your wife can go on.
2: Um, go t- take a half-day retreat in the next week or two and ask her this question, who do we want to become now that we've done all of this? Another half-day serve soup at the homeless shelter. There you go. And let's get up three or four books that we want to read together over the next few months as we start thinking about who are we going to become. And also, let's make service
0: a regular part of our marriage, of our giving back to our community. That'd be incredible. Yeah. And yeah, that, it's it is the best part of life, and it's the best part of money. Yeah actually, is the live like no one else, so later you can live and give like no one else. you got to do that second part, yeah. the live and give part, you know, enjoying things and continuing to embrace things and do things and so forth, and um, you know, I was with a group of guys last night. Um, one of the guys said, hey, I want to ask you guys some questions. Can we gather up? And I just, yeah, I'm always in for that. That's fun. And um, real philosophical thing, kind of thing, on the back porch, right? But it was this whole, this whole idea that you know what we what, what are we gonna do now that matters well, you know and man that's just you, you gotta live a life with that kind of intensity yeah. that kind of intentionality that's a different thing that's where you are man you're in a really good place and your question is not weird no. it's an actually a very very good question and a very good place that you're in that you find yourself in but be intentional about the next steps Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey, personality, is my co-host today. Nicole is in Orlando. Hi, Nicole. How are you?
3: Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So I'm new to the Dave Ramsey. I just heard about you guys um, about a week ago. I've been living under a rock. Um, But I... um, I uh, looked through the baby steps, and I'm kind of coming up uh, with an issue right now. Um, so, my family, um, I was living in Los Angeles, California. I sold my home, and with the profits, I was able to purchase a home outright in. Uh, well, we live in Kissimmee, Florida, where I have a, I take. A, I took a position that now has doubled my income.
0: Fabulous! And
3: so, life is rough. You have a
0: paid-for house and a doubled income. See you, yes. California. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, we are really needless to say, we feel incredibly blessed, yeah, um, but the Problem I'm having right now is, um, you know, we with the home, uh, we still have about a hundred thousand dollars left over. We have about one hundred fifty thousand between cash in the bank and we also invested in gold. But my problem is, my new employer, we don't have a four hundred one k, and I don't qualify now for a Roth. So I'm kind of getting a little nervous as far as what to invest in, what's the best way to grow my money. Um, I'm thirty years old right now, and what so let me I get this do? straight: you're a yeah, hundred yeah. percent
0: debt free. You don't owe on your house. You doubled your income. I don't think there's anything to be nervous about except where we're going to throw the party. I mean, you are really doing it. This is great. Good no, for I you. Did. So, um, not uh, to not to make yeah. light of you or anything, but Dave, I might be wrong, but should she buy a bunch more gold?
3: <laughs> I, I did buy some more, but no, not like no, not all. No, we're,
0: he, he's being facetious. Being Don't listen to moron. him. Don't buy gold. Don't listen to him. <laughs> we tell people not to buy gold. No, so here's the thing: you nothing. are you are what we call baby step seven. Okay. okay. All the baby steps lead you out of debt while building an emergency fund while starting your retirement while starting your kids college do you have kids that you need to save for college for
3: um yes i have one daughter she's 13 and we have about twenty thousand, which was kind of our yeah my husband and i agreed that was kind of our max as far as what we wanted to contribute put a little skin in the game but she also has to have some skin in the game
0: yeah like a hundred and fifty thousand. okay uh, a lot <laughs> of skin your daughter's gonna be putting in there but anyway there's yeah i'm probably doing a little more than that if uh, I'm going to argue with you guys on that. Even if you're not going to pay for 100%, that 20000 ain't going to touch it. Nope. So the um, mm-hmm. price of college is going to blow your mind. But anyway, <laughs> the, right. uh, so here's the thing. You're at what we call Baby Step 7, which that step is build wealth and give. So I want you to make sure you're you're doing all you can for retirement, all you can for the kids' college. A good way to do that is to sit down with a good financial advisor. You can do a what's called a backdoor Roth IRA mm-hmm. and you can put 8,000 a year, 6,000 a year, 7,000 a year wherever you are in the process there into that each uh, is your husband working outside the home?
3: Uh no, he's actually a paraplegic, so I'm the sole income provider. Okay. For
0: then, but you can but you can do a spousal IRA and a regular IRA and they can be Roth IRAs and you can backdoor them. Okay, what a backdoor okay. is? It's called a backdoor Roth. What you do is you open a an after-tax Traditional IRA and instantaneously roll it to a Roth. Okay.
1: Gotcha.
0: I, I have an income that far exceeds the limits and I do those every year. Okay. So it's perfectly legal. It, it is a loophole, but it's perfectly right. legal and moral to do that. And you put it in okay. good growth stock mutual funds like your kids' college should be in. So we have, we're not in the investment business around Ramsey, but we have. A group of investment advisors that we have vetted all over America, many different brands, meaning they work for different companies, but they all share a couple of traits. One, they have the heart of a teacher, which you want to learn about this stuff, and yeah. two, uh, that they are going to give you advice that's consistent with what you hear around here. And we call them smart vesters, and you are you're the smart vester, they're the smart vester pro. So you click on that at RamseySolutions.com. It'll give you a a list of three or four in your area. You can interview all of them and decide which one you like, which one you feel Mm -hmm. good about. And you can do your Roth backdoor Roths there. You can soup up your kid's college fund a little bit in your 529. Let's get that thing moving a little bit better than it is. Um, Mm -hmm. And you can do some other type of investing beyond that which you're going to be able to do with your wonderful income because you don't have any Mm -hmm. bills. Way to go. Mm -hmm. And they're going to tell you what I'm going to tell you, which is don't invest in gold. It's a bad investment. It's had a bad rate of return. Over the last 70 years, it's averaged about 1.2%. Gotcha. Now, it's had some big years that the gold bugs like to talk about, but it's had a lot Mm -hmm. of down years, and um, it it is basically a... um, it's a commodity, and commodities are not things I invest in. So you can do whatever you want, yeah. but that's what I would do. I have some gold cufflinks, and that's it. <laughs> um, the um, yeah, so yeah, that that's what I would do. The last thing you can do is what's called a. If you want to write this down, is a you got backdoor. You got to write down for Roth. The other one is mm-hmm. a low turnover mutual fund, and so I do a lot of those now too. And what that is is they don't sell the stocks inside the mutual fund much. Okay. So a low turnover ratio would be like a 4% turnover ratio meaning only 4% of them are sold in a year. So there's hardly okay. any of the gains are activated for taxes. So it works kind of like if you buy a single stock, let's say you bought a stock of Home Depot for 50 bucks. I don't even know what Home Depot goes for, but let's say you bought it for 50 bucks. If it goes up from 50 bucks to 70 bucks, you don't pay any taxes on that $20 gain until you sell it. Gotcha. because they're not selling the stocks inside the mutual fund there's low turnover it's growing like that stock was growing and you don't pay taxes on it until you sell it because they're not selling it now if the mutual fund gotcha. turns over all the time it's activated even though you didn't sell the mutual fund it's still activating the gains and you have to pay tax on it every year so you want this is capital gains growth and it's a good way to do that another excellent way to get at that is just a uh, a no-load uh, S&P 500 fund will put you in that same thing. Almost all of those are low turnover ratio, so just check for the turnover ratio or talk to your SmartVestor Pro about that. Um, I do some through my SmartVestor Pro, and I just occasionally just dump some into a into an index fund. Uh, and what I'm typically doing there, Nicole, you do whatever you want, but I'm a real estate goob, so I'll just use that fund, build it up till I got enough money to buy a piece of real estate in it and then I'll cash that in and go buy some real estate. And it, it's, if I keep it longer than a year, it's taxed at capital gains rates to the ordinary income rate, which is half. 15% for you, 20% for me, versus- But just on the growth? Only on the growth, yeah. 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 So, um, but it's an excellent vehicle for, uh, because you get you know a better tax deal if you hold it a year, and you don't pay taxes if you, hold, if you just keep holding it. It just keeps growing. So
2: I remember back in the early to mid 80s, Dave, uh, my dad took me down when I started my little lawn business and he took me down to open up a savings account and my interest rate was 11, 12, 13%. We're coming out of this, that bad inflation. I remember it. And I remember circling back in college so and getting a savings account and it was one. And I remember thinking the bank was ripping me off and I didn't understand about yeah. economics can we expect with inflation and with the fed rates that we can go down to normally we'd put money in an index fund we put it in a money market account can we expect to go down to our banks and just get these elevated
0: rates that we haven't experienced the last decade well fed was running uh when as high as 18 uh-huh. the fed rate did in uh, 1982 mm-hmm. and under jimmy carter and it was out of control yeah and so the fed the fed that's an example of government tinkering with the economy that they shouldn't have been so they, they ran the fed rate up i mean and what the fed funds rate is is what one bank borrows from another right so it's their cost of money so if they pay more to borrow money from another bank to loan to you then they're going to charge you more right. so interest it drives interest rates up uh to the consumer so the fed funds rate's a big deal um but no I, you know you'd have to say i think interest rates in general the interest rate environment is going to go through the roof again and um I got to tell you man it got they got Carter booted out of office for right. sure that in the Iran hostage crisis cost him the presidency mm-hmm. and he was a sitting president one term yeah and uh, that's unusual yep. And it, it cost him that for sure. It was political suicide to to do that. So, no. I mean, six percent Fed rate, or you know, I mean, a six percent mortgage market is not a it's not a high mortgage market. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not anywhere near that kind of numbers. So, no. You're not going to see a savings account that's going to pay much more than <laughs> 1% one or two okay. percent in, in in your coming years. This is the Ramsey Show. deloney ramsey personality is my co-host today thank you for joining us america sylvester is in new haven connecticut hi sylvester how are you
1: how you doing mr ramsey how you
0: doing mr deloney better than we deserve sir how can we help how you doing today,
1: sir Um, i'm calling on behalf of me and my wife um we just have a question we'd like to know should we sell our home right now due to inflation because it's up to pay off our debt and move into an apartment for two years and just try to save for another house.
0: It's my last choice if you can't do it any other way. So, uh, how much do you owe on your home? Uh, um, right now, we owe about 114000 What's it worth? Right now, about
1: two hundred five. dollars And how, how test- much
0: debt have you got, not counting the house?
1: Um, the debt is 70 K, uh, 40, 40 is student loans, which is my wife. And she has another 15 and personal and I have 10 personal. So we're around seventies. No car debt. Uh, no car debt. We own uh, we own our car, but we actually need another car because you have two children.
0: Yeah. So what, uh, what's your car worth?
1: Um, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> um, um the insurance will they consider it a total loss, so they'll give us probably six thousand for it they won't fix anything on it, so we'll get six thousand'll be so one we,
0: that's the one that totaled what's the other one worth?
1: No, we don't have one. we need an additional car
0: oh, so you have one that you yeah. you're out of cars right
1: now, yeah, we just have one car, one car but we need another one if we sell. we'll be probably able to get another car I got you but, okay
0: so what is yeah. your uh what's your household income
1: um honestly um I I make over six figures with three incomes. Um, so my wife brings in maybe um, right now she's about to start a new job, which is around sixty. So she averages maybe sixty eighty thousand a year. Right now she's trying to find. So you have a household 30,
0: income of like two hundred thousand dollars.
1: Uh, at least one eighty. Yeah, that's yeah. what
0: I'm thinking. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, at least. No, you don't need to sell your house. Hmm. How long? Um, is, and your probably, wife? Your wife's not been working until recently.
1: Uh yeah, she just stopped. I mean, she's been you know job searching, looking for the right job. That you know. How long she has she been children. out of work? Um, maybe the past two months. You know, she just needed need me time dealing with the children and just you know. Yeah, no, it I'm it just I'm not picking yeah. on
0: her. I'm just trying to find out where these where this math is going. So basically, you've had over the last two or three years a household income of a hundred to a hundred and eighty thousand, somewhere in there.
1: I would say I was I I just got my highest paying job this year, so you could say before that was W twos making one thirty five together because we owe every year in okay. taxes. Yeah. and now we're at one eighty.
0: Yeah, well, New Haven, Connecticut, two hundred thousand dollars for a house is not a fancy house.
1: No, it's a condo, so yeah. that's why she 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 would like to sell. Take the game, be debt-free, um, move into an apartment with our children for two years and hopefully buy another home. You know, we're just asking for recommendations because yeah. we spoke to other financial advisors and it's like, oh, use your line of equity, yeah. um, you know, it's up to you. So Don't use really that like, financial no, advisor, he's an idiot.
0: Yeah, fire that person. So here, here's what you fire. need to do. I'm going to yeah. pick, can I pick on you? Is that okay? Absolutely, sir. Okay. You make too much money to be this broke. Y'all are disorganized, out of control, okay. and overspending. You make a lot of money, especially if we get jacket all the way up to one hundred eighty thousand. One hundred eighty thousand, you'll be able to pay off seventy thousand in about nine or ten months. Right. But you know, granted, you've not made one hundred eighty through this whole story, while you no. got into this mess. But the way you knock this out is not selling the house. Selling the house is the the debt is not the problem; it's the symptom. Okay. And you're treating the symptom. When you sell your house, I'd rather you treat the problem, which is you guys get on a tight budget, no eating out, no vacations, no life, and you pay all of this off in nine or 10 months. I mean, how would it be Mm -hmm. to be 10 months from now have no debt but your house?
1: that'd be great that's that's the ultimate plan yeah and then guess what you can do figure it out
0: yeah then that condo goes up in value for the next couple years while you're saving some more money to add with that condo and you can move into a little better house which is really what your wife's trying to pull off here without dealing with the fact that you guys are overspending like you're in Congress but you got to deal with that or dude you're gonna be broke your whole life you can't out earn stupidity i tried it for a long time
2: (laughs) (laughs) and you can't outlive disorganization and i've tried that for a long time
0: there's a lot of stress in this story isn't there sylvester yeah my wife is extremely
1: stressed that's why i'm searching hold on hold on hold on
2: hey you're stressed too
1: Honestly, well, no, honestly, i'm fine i'm fine honestly it's my wife i care about and i love her i just want to right, you know. like, if F- wor-
0: if you, fall on your sword if you want but dude the numbers you're giving me are stressful
2: if you're working three jobs you you, you mm-hmm. think you kind of know what you're making what you're not that's a that's hard right and you're 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 got you're strong you you're, you you go to work you work hard there's some ego there but it's okay to say man i want to live a more peaceful life too yeah, if you had right?
0: no payments and all your money was doing exactly what it was told, you'd be breathing deeper. And one more step. You,
2: you mentioned your wife's got some debt and you got some debt. If you were so in sync with her that this was y'all's debt— and this will be y'all working together on getting out of this thing, and then your marriage is—you're going to look up in a year after grinding this thing out, and y'all will have accomplished a big hard thing
0: together. And then your marriage is going to be in a place that you didn't—you don't remember it being. So here's the deal: you're a good guy, I can tell by talking to Absolutely. you. Absolutely, you're a solid guy, um, and uh, I think you guys are almost ready to do the smart stuff. If you are really ready. I'll give you Financial Peace University, the nine-week class for you to go through. You and your wife go through it together. Find a local church and plug into it or get get on with an online group and go through it with your online group and then watch the videos and do the budgets and do the stuff we teach you. And in literally in nine weeks, I can show you how this debt should be gone in nine months and both of you be on the same page. We can show you how to do it. We've shown 10 million people how to do it. If I give that to you for free, can you get her to go along with you and the two of you do these lessons together? Well, she's on the phone
1: now, if, if you don't mind clicking in.
0: Okay. What, what's, her, what's her name? Her name is Shay. Does she know about all this discussion we've just been having? Yes. Sherry. Shay. Shay. Yes. Hey, I'm going to give you guys Financial Peace University if you'll promise to actually go through it together. Will you break that promise? Yes. If you guys will do this, we can show you how to get out of debt in nine or 10 months, 12 months max and you keep the condo let the condo go up in value and then you can move over and jump into the better house later on that's about a three-year plan or so does that sound good Sounds good. okay you guys make too much money to be this freaking broke you agree with that absolutely all right you hang on austin will pick up and we'll help you guys get through this you're you're the kind of people we like to help Hey, hey, she's on the phone this is bad this good good news right here john i know and i love man if I'm smiling ear to ear. I
2: love talking to husbands who have run up against like I'm trying. I've tried to flex my way through this, and I need to go ask somebody for another plan because my plan of just go 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 is not working. And I'm looking around. I got a stressed wife. I got stressed kids. I got debt. Maybe maybe we can come up with a scheme to get out of this, and then I'm going to go to somebody and say, hey, I need some wisdom. And you say, I got a path for you. That's I got called, a path for that's you. That's called a good man. It's called wisdom. That's a
0: good man. He's she married good, well. a good man. Golly, it's good. And she's a good lady. She, yeah, jumped, yeah, yeah, she yeah. jumped right in there. I mean, we didn't have to drag her kicking and screaming. So this, this is the kind of folk that turn these things. They'll be on the stage doing a debt-free scream in a year, Yep. and um, in, in five years, they'll be telling me their Baby Steps Millionaire. Oh, for sure they're on their way because they make 180,000. let me right. just tell you man new haven connecticut not a cheap place to live nope so um that's that's a big market there so uh it's a, it's a nice market but um yeah wow wow very very cool and
2: i love to hear those three i'm working three jobs and i'm making it happen here, here, i love it
0: yeah it's just so interesting that 98 of winning at this stuff is just deciding to do it yeah you know, exciting. I'm not gonna live like this anymore.
2: So I was hiking the other day. Uh, my wife and I were on our anniversary trip. I was hiking up a hill, and I think mental health, I think financial health, physical health, I think if we distill it all down, it comes into to, to three words. Do it anyway. Just do it mm. anyway. It's hard. I need a plan. Just go do it. Do it anyway. Go do it anyway. Do it anyway. I don't want to have a
0: conversation What? Go, go do that, it anyway. That old Art Williams talk. Just do it. Just Yes, just Just do it. Do it. Just do it. Get on the right plane. Love it. I love it. This is good stuff, man. Good stuff. Thank you guys for joining us. Ah, thanks to Austin, Ben, Zach, Andrew, James, and Will. In the booth, this is the Ramsey Show.